Praise God. You folks get on board with me this morning. And uh, I want to have church here today. I didn't come to go through the motions. I came to plug into what God wants to do in this house today. Acts chapter 12, verse 1. Now about the time, about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread, or that would be the feast of Passover. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions, that is a quartet, four people. He, he delivered them to four sets of four people, would be a total of 16 soldiers, to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hand. I want to skip down to verse 12. And when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a damsel came to hearken named Rhoda. And when she saw Peter, or when she knew Peter's voice, she opened not the gate for gladness, but ran in and told how Peter stood before the gate. And they said unto her, Thou art mad. But she constantly affirmed that it was even so. Then said they, It is his angel. It's not him, it's his ghost. But Peter continued knocking. And when they had opened the door and saw him, they weren't glad, they weren't happy, they were later, but not at that moment. They were astonished. It's funny when your prayer is answered and you don't know what to do about it. <clears throat> well, God healed me completely of cancer, and I don't have to go to the doctor anymore. I just, I don't know what to do with myself now. You know, God worked out my financial dilemma, so I don't have to borrow money from people anymore or, you know, whatever. I don't know what to do. It's funny when God answers our prayer, then what do you do? I want to speak to you for a little while, as long as my voice holds out. I want to title this in the form of a question. Are miracles knocking? Are miracles knocking? Everybody say, thank God for the word. <clears throat> thank you for standing, and God bless you. You may be seated. I want to begin my message today a little unorthodox as far as pastor's normal way of preaching. I'm not going to get to my text until the very end of my message. So I'm going to have about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minute introduction this morning. 
One or two would probably be okay with that. The rest, we'd have to talk about it, wouldn't we? But I want to begin this a little bit different today. I want to start my message today by saying that I am so thankful that I know the truth of the gospel. I'm thankful that I know that. I'm thankful that this glorious gospel has come into my life. I'm thankful that God got a hold of my heart and mind and caused me to really think about what was important when it came to the future of my soul. There's a lot of people who know Jesus as a historical figure, but there's really not that many people that really know him. I'm glad I know Jesus today. Everybody said amen. In addition, I believe in the message that we teach and preach here at Grace Church. I believe in our message. I am convinced that we must have faith in Jesus and that we must obey what Jesus commanded for us to do. I'm persuaded today, according to the Word of God, that we must repent of our sins and make a complete change in our lives. I'm persuaded that there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And I am persuaded that his name is Jesus. I still believe today that he is the Alpha and the Omega. I believe he's still the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I believe today that he's the everlasting Father. He's our Redeemer. He's the Holy One. He's the all-knowing one. He's the never-changing one. He is the Almighty God. I'm glad I know who Jesus is today. Somebody clap your hands to the Lord. I'm persuaded that Jesus is Jehovah's Savior. That is, the name of Jesus is a saving name. In Colossians chapter 3, Paul said, And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. That includes water baptism, by the way. I believe in repentance, and I believe in water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. And I'm thankful today that I have been buried with him in baptism, and I have come forth in a newness of life. Amen. I'm convinced of the power of the Holy Ghost. I believe the Spirit of the one true God is living on the inside of me. He comforts me. He strengthens me. He guides me. He gives to me a spirit of peace, literally a spirit of sanity. He gives us the spirit of comfort, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of godliness. If you do not have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, listen to Pastor today. If you have not received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you need to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost before your next meal, before your next paycheck, before your next full night of sleep. I believe everybody ought to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost on the inside of them. The Bible said, if the same Spirit that raised up Christ from the dead dwell in you, it shall also quicken your mortal body. Everybody needs the Spirit of God on the inside of you. So I'm going to say it again. If you do not have the Spirit of God according to the Word of God, then you need it before your next meal, before your next paycheck, and before your next full night of sleep. We need God in our lives. Somebody said amen. 
Not only do I believe in repentance and water baptism and the infilling of the Holy Ghost, but I also am persuaded today that our God, Brother Billy, is still a miracle-working God. I still believe in the power of God to perform the miraculous. I wonder today by a showing of hands how many has ever experienced a miracle from God in your life. They're all over the buildings. There's people here today that God, that the doctor gave you a death sentence, but 